A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host with the, well, my goodness, I was going to say most amount of, it's just getting ridiculous now. I mean, I'm, as I walk through a door, I'm touching the top of the door frame. Just, it's madness. I don't know where it's going to be three months. I mean, worse, well, I'll just cut it, I suppose. It's not the biggest problem in the world. Is it? Anyway, we've got a big podcast coming your way, and it begins with Katie Price's ex-husband. You sure he got, yeah, he did. Simon Jordan, he was talking to Jim White, and he was talking about clubs and how they should cut player wages before using government schemes. Tottenham made £110 million two years ago. They traded profit to be last year. Now, I get the point, and I'm not sitting here some socialist Jeremy Corbynite nationalise everything mentality, but I'm sat here saying, come on, football, come on now. You can't sit there and have every footballer in the Premier League on an average of £70,000 a week and seriously, seriously say, let's not cut the players' wages first before we go to the government to fund our own staff. Come on, there's a moral obligation here. There has to be. I don't have a beef about jobs being protected. I have a, a conundrum, and it might be easy for me because I'm sitting on the outside looking in, but I believe there's a moral issue around an industry like football that's been awash with money. Everybody's had it. Look, football players and football clubs for the last five years have really had it on their toes with the revenues that have been increased from the broadcasters. Tottenham made £140 million a couple of years ago. Daniel's stewardship has been fantastic. I think there's a situation here where football has to look at itself and say, can I really, just because the government is offering its teat, do I really have to muscle on that? Time now to check in for the first time with Laura Woods, the brand new breakfast show host who's doing, dare I say it, a phenomenal job. Keep up the good work, Woodsy. She was alongside Ali McCoyce, or Coisty, as he's obviously known, or Macca. I mean, it should have been Macca. Alan McCoyce. McCoyce? Macca? No, maybe not. Anyway, Woodsy and Coisty were joined by Jamie O'Hara, and Jamie O'Hara was talking about Jack Grealish and saying that Grealish needs to grow up and offer a proper apology to the NHS staff. We all want to go out and have a pint. We all want to go out and enjoy ourselves. You can't. And the NHS frontline people are working tirelessly hard to keep people alive. And you've got people like Jack Grealish who are flaunting the rules to go out and have a party till 8am in the morning. Mm. It's ridiculous. Like, mate, you're, you're probably on 50, 60 grand a week. Go and sit in your nice big house in Birmingham that you've probably got. You know, like, just relax and chill out and focus on what you've done and, and this season and how good you've been. I, 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 I really annoy- And his apology, for me, he's embarrassing. He hasn't actually said sorry. And he just said he's embarrassed. Well, of course you're embarrassed. You've embarrassed yourself because you got caught. 
You know, so I, I just think it was a ridiculous statement to put out, a ridiculous act. And not once has he put in his apology, not once has he mentioned the NHS staff, not once has he apologised to them because they're the people that are suffering and the people that are struggling with this virus. And all he's done, he's gone, it's a selfish statement that he's put out. And I've been his biggest fan this season, I really have. You know, you make mistakes, but what you do is you learn from them and you try not to do them again. But at 24 years of age, when you're the club captain of a football club and you've got the world at your feet on the verge of getting into the England squad, you can't make mistakes. Mistakes. Back now to Jim White and Natalie Sawyer and Simon Jordan, of course. Katie Price is, yeah, you know. And Simon was having his two pennyworth on Jack Grealish, saying he's punished himself enough by being made to look a moron. What a great word that is. A moron. What other words could he have said? Plank. Could have said that. You plank. Um, plonker would have been another one. And, um... Mm, I don't know if you can use but. This is a stupid act. Those without sin cast the first stone. So, with respect, lots of people do lots of things. And he's now being made a high-profile fool, right? And that will do the job. He's having to grovel around with a snivelling apology, making himself look no more the big man. He's demeaned himself, demoralised himself, degraded himself, made himself look like a buffoon all over the national newspapers. What else do we need to do? He's done it to himself, and everyone can see... You moron. Universally, unilaterally accepted now that Jack Grealish is a moron right now. Back now to Law Woods' breakfast show with Laura Woods. And uh, Joe Root was on the show. And he was saying that Mark Wood, Laura's cousin, would drive him mad if he was stuck in isolation with him. Here's one for you. Who would you hate to be in self-isolation with? You know what? We're very lucky. We've got a great group of players and... Mark Wood um, is probably one of the guys that keeps the dressing room up most of the time um, and always has laugh, always having a laugh, always having a joke, always being silly. But I think after about two weeks, he would drive me potty. So um, <laughs> I really feel for his, his wife at the minute. <laughs> he's probably in the garden doing all sorts of chores, isn't he? Yeah, he's probably listening to this, getting ready to hammer me when I come on. Oh, I've just been told he's on drive tomorrow, so he's got his chance to have his say back, actually. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> That's it. You really find out who your mates are in times like these, really, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you do, yeah. Time now to head over to Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs, who, of course, uh, bizarrely this week decided to do the show from their toilet. Um, Paul was doing it in his downstairs toilet, Andy, of course, doing it in his outside toilet. Yes, uh, it's interesting today. The first couple of days that we were doing the show from home, Sue was in the other room listening to the show going out. But today she's decided to just stay in here and listen to my bit of the show, which is like hearing half the show. None of the guests, not you, just me. Well, she seems to be enjoying it. That's that's good. good. She only really, she prefers your bits to my bits for obvious reasons. I don't blame her for that. Ridiculous. And uh, Neymar has denied uh, flouting social distancing rules after posting pictures of him sunbathing and playing foot volleyball with friends. He said uh, that the statement, he got a statement put out about it. Neymar invited those people to spend 14 days in quarantine there for joining their respective families. Great. What a great family person you must be. Uh, are you coming home now? I'm going to spend 14 days with Neymar playing foot volleyball. <laughs> Thanks. Tremendous. The house where the player is fulfilling quarantine is completely isolated and allows peace and serenity for him to continue training. Neymar is looking forward 
forward to the end of this sad moment for humanity. Well, aren't well, we all, mate? Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> as long as Neymar is, that's okay. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah. That's true. And a bit of dog news for you, Paul. I know you like these sections. Dog um, news. Yeah. Dog news. Owners who let their dogs sleep in their bed sometimes keep in the car or bath rather than disturb them. I can't believe anybody does that no. at all. So I you would rather than disturb the dog's sleep, you go and sleep in your car in the bath. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's that is the that's literally the tail wagging the dog, isn't it? Or is it kind of you know what I mean? I do. That's that's I not, so. that's not, that's just not right, is it? That's ridiculous. That's definitely not right. And uh, it's amazing how some people are still uh, basically having a go at Greater Thunberg. Greater uh, Thunberg. Alan Kuhnbach, Alan Greaves, Alan Greaves from Manchester yeah. wrote to the Sun today. He said, uh, "We're starting to see the world Greater Thunberg desires. Most planes grounded and most cars off the road. The result is millions added to the doll queue and one massive recession. Be careful what you wish for. You, think, you can't really blame Greta. It's not really her fault, this, is it? Honestly, no, you can't. People. I mean, it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a stretch. I think certainly." Uh, and uh, Gucci, they're selling uh, over. I don't know if anyone's not Graham buying, Gooch. Uh, <laughs> no, not Graham Gooch. Okay. <laughs> Graham Gooch is selling oversized knickers for six hundred and seventy quid. And where are they now? It'd be a good little feature, wouldn't it? In the Essex Club awesome. shop. <laughs> we utterly ridiculous. Back now to Law Woods on the Law Woods Breakfast Show. And they were talking about Billy Joe Saunders' apology on Monday's Jim White Show and saying it wasn't sincere. I am who I am and I don't mean to intentionally do stuff like this. I haven't gone out and harmed anyone. I haven't gone and battered anyone. I haven't done anything like that. Clearly said I'm sorry and I can only say sorry. Okay, since then he's had his licence revoked. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened after that apology, which I don't know if we can really call an apology. I always think um, when you say something like, I am who I am, it kind of doesn't really <laughs> qualify your apology with, no. with, with any genuine intent, really. I, I think by basically suggesting that it's everybody else's opinion um, and that he is who he is, it's kind of missing the whole point, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. When I saw it, I was just, you know, I don't know what in his mind he was thinking of even, you know, to post something so ridiculous and stupid. So, you know, you're meant to be a role model in boxing. You know, he's he, he's got a title fight coming up and he holds a belt, a WBO, super middleweight. So, you know, I think they need to, I, I think his license is going to be revoked. Um, I think they'll strip him of the title. And he needs to learn. He needs to learn the hard way because I think it's happened before with him as well. I think he's come out and said a few stupid things. Now, obviously, you some people would like him, some people dislike him. But you know, to to come out and do a video like that and 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 say what he said is just completely unnecessary and completely ridiculous and idiotic. Back now to JW Jim White, uh, NS Natalie Sawyer, and uh, SJ Simon Jordan. Why does no one call him SJ? SJ, I might start calling him SJ from now on. SJ. Time now to check in with uh, Jim White, Natalie Sawyer, and old SJ. Sounds good, I like that. Anyway, Spencer Oliver was on the show, again talking about Billy Joe Saunders, saying he's likely to lose his title and it could also end his career. I sincerely, obviously, uh, didn't mean to uh, to put any arm or you know to cause any friction or, or hate or upset towards myself and towards other people. I would never, you know, jeopardise anything like that, and I would never have uh, done it to promote that sort of uh, thing. But 
you know, it is what it is, mate. I can't take it back, so you've got to take it like a man on the chin. Spencer, that was uh, Billy Joe Saunders speaking to us earlier on this morning. He's got himself a management team, Spencer, and he continually yeah. mentions them when he speaks to us. Why on earth didn't the management team get a hold of Billy Joe Saunders and say, look, anything you put out on social media, you have to run it by us first? Yeah, I mean... It's a crazy situation. I know Billy Joe. He lives not far from me, actually, just up the road. And um, he just does stupid things. The timing was terrible and that with, you know, all the domestic violence that's around at the moment, the coronavirus, obviously people being in locked, locked indoors. So there's going to be more domestic violence going on. And he's going to put a stupid video out like that. Now, I know Billy and I know that he wouldn't have meant no harm by it, but he's just not thought about what he's doing, which, which was a stupid mistake. And um, yeah, he's going to get punished for it. Why the management team are not doing something, you know, and, and sort of advising him what to do on situations like that or before he even puts things out like that is, um, is beyond me, yeah. What sort of punishment are you talking about? What, what are they, will they be talking about, Spencer? Well, listen, I think the WBO will end up stripping Billy Joe of his title. He's going to lose that Canelo fight um, and he's possibly going to get a hefty fine and a big ban as well. I mean, that's a lot of punishment to have for a guy that was only trying to put a joke out there, but he's come at the, he's come at the wrong time and you just don't joke about things like that. So, you know, he knows himself, Billy, uh, listening to that interview that he done. He knows he's in big trouble. He knows he's been stupid. He knows he's made a mistake and he knows he's going to get punished for it. But yeah, Jim, this is serious. It really is. I mean, it could effectively ruin his career. Now, yesterday marked the 19th anniversary of David Rocastle's sad passing after his battle with cancer. Perry Groves and Mike Keown were paying tribute to their friend and former Arsenal teammate. He was tough, but he had that finesse and, and quality. He had a little sort of go-to trick every time he got the ball, a little step over, he would transfer it from his right foot to his left foot and then burst past defenders and he could hit from distance. Uh, he had the complete game. The, the, and also as well, he was very much, you know, Dave was always in your ear, demanding and driving people on before games, after games. Um, he, he was a perfect player to play with because he, he was a winner. He was a magnificent footballer, but more importantly, he was an even better human being. You know, they, they, we, see, we see the football on the pitch. Not a lot of people were lucky enough to meet Rocky off the pitch. And he was just, just a top, top human. You won't, see, you won't hear one person say a bad word about David Rowcastle. So that, that is the, the man himself. Uh, the actual the player, he had, he had everything A, to be honest. Back now to Laura Woods on The Breakfast Show with uh, Macca, obviously. And they had the Torquay United manager, Gary Johnson, on the show, talking about an elderly fan offering the club his life savings. Oh, so good to hear from Bobby Gould again. It was a, a real lump in the throat moment. You know, I, you, you, I, we'd been ringing round, as I say, the mature supporters that are season ticket holders. And one of my first calls, uh, myself, Aaron Downs, who's my assistant, and Ace Hall is the captain. We've had 10 uh, people a day to, to call for the last couple of weeks, um, which has, has been humbling as well as taxing mm. um, because everyone's obviously got an opinion on everything, which is great. Um, but one particular chap, you know, I said, uh, good afternoon, it's Gary Johnson from the football club. He said, oh, Gary, he said, um, he said I've, I've, I've been thinking about it, he said, and I've got my life savings, of, I've got a couple of hundred pounds spare in the bank, he said, and if you wow. need that, it's there for you. And, and I went, no, no, it's not, wow. it's not that type of call, we're just asking you, how are you, and 
have you got help and that and he said no no but but it is there mate if if you want it and I said I would really appreciate that but we you know we we don't need it this just yet don't worry about that and um, look after yourself and so on and so forth I'm Paul Coit and you're listening to TalkSport Daily and finally but my goodness what a finally yesterday on the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar we had rock and roll superstar Robbie Williams yeah Robbie Williams actually phoned our show live last night and had a good old chin wag with his best mates, me and Funboy. And this is what happened. Do you remember how you, we got to speak to you in the first place? Because our relationship goes back quite a few years. Do you remember how it all started? No, tell me. So we used to do a thing on the show where we would have a competition and we would allow people to phone up and then we'd play some music from a, a famous year. And one oh, of the yeah, tracks and then you was yours. Tripping, and then you did that thing with the throwing up thing. Yes, but you, but you <laughs> thought we were doing it for your song, but then you realised we did it for every single song we ever played. Yeah, no, because like, I remember now, because I'd just done a gig in Paris, and I did my song Tripping, which I, I thought, do people like this? Do they even know this? I, I might take it out of the gig. I might leave it in the set list. <laughs> and then I was listening to some talk sports, which I often do. And then they played a, a bit of tripping. And then afterwards, they had like a, a, a sound thing going. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I, I, think, I think that's a sign from talk sports that I should take tripping out of the set list. Since then, I haven't sung it. No, but that, what, that wasn't oh, what it was, Rob. Robbie. You know that was nothing to do with your song. You know that now. It's, it's okay, lads. I, I forgive you. <laughs> Rob, while you're on, I've got to ask you, there's so many things I want to ask you. Um, I mentioned to you briefly before we came on air about a story in the newspaper, and then you were just about to tell me, and I went, actually, let's do it on air. So there was a story today in one of the Red Tops suggesting that back in the day, you, you were in a toilet with Elton John and George Michael, and you sung them three songs. Now, Jason is the biggest George Michael fan in the world, so he's desperate to that. hear this story. Mm-hmm. So what actually happened that time? I was at a house party somewhere in Hampstead. And let's just say I was very high on spirits that evening. (laughs) Okay. And I'd just recorded my first album, Live Through a Lens, or I, I think I got the demos or something. And in my infinite wisdom, I grabbed Bono and George Michael, took them into the restroom... Right. Um, it, it wasn't like a cubicle. It was like shower, toilet, sinks. Sat them down and sang them old before I die, ego a go go, and let me entertain you from my. Well, all the uh, way through, the whole way through. I can't remember, but <laughs> okay. it was enough of it. Listen, whether it was all the way through or whether it was a sentence, it's all wrong. Well, at least you, at least you can look back and, and smile, and I'm guessing they did as well. And through it, oh, she offers me protection, a lot of love and affection. We're taking calls on the news that broke just before the break. Uh, the Premier League have come up with another idea. If they can't end the season before August, there's discussions already in place, and it could be announced as early as Friday that they will award Liverpool with a slightly smaller trophy, and instead of giving them a whole... Um, uh, title, they'll give them half a title. Um, half-brained idea is on the back page of The Sun, the mirror go with you're having a half, and so on. Chris, the Liverpool fan, what's his say? 08717 22334. Chris, good morning to you. 
Morning, guys. You all right? Hi, Chris. What did you make of this, then? Uh, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous, to be honest. I think it's a disgrace with the way that we've played this season. They just need to hand the title over. Everybody else has given up. Even Pep said himself that he's given up on title. But that's it for another podcast. Good work, everyone. I'll tell you what, that's one of my favourite I've done this week. And it's worth the £7.50 I'm getting for up. Oh, it's gone up to £10. Of course it has, yeah. So uh, worth every penny of those 1,010 P's that they pay me. Would that be £10? I can't work it out. Don't bother tweeting me. It makes no difference. I'm just ad-libbing. I'm not getting paid to ad-lib. Oh, no, I am getting paid to ad-lib. Anyway, it comes back to that £10 nonsense. Anyway, that's it. What we're talking about. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, of course, you can hear me again and the fun boy tonight from 10 p.m. for the Sports Bar for more of the same nonsense. Remember to download the stuff that you usually can just by going to uh, ASA. Yeah, the old ACAST. Spotify and Apple nonsense that, uh, of course, I drive you mad with. In the meantime, make sure you have a great day. Stay safe. Keep your distance. Don't touch anything. Wash your hands. Be good. We'll get through it together, gang. I promise you. It's a Goldstein guarantee. Won't last as long as you think it will. All right? And believe me, I've said that to many a person. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.